So recently I was online and I came across a video from Jillian Michaels talking about intermittent fasting. So apparently some of her followers asked some questions about intermittent fasting and she explained what it was. Today I want to talk about why what she explained was actually incorrect and misleading. Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, I'm a psychologist. The reason I make these videos is because I want to make sure that you understand that your mental health and physical health come together to create that overall sense of well-being. If you find this kind of video helpful, please consider subscribing. So the first thing I want to point out is that Ms. Michaels starts off the video by saying, by contradicting herself. First thing we have to address is what does fasting actually mean? So a lot of people make the mistake of thinking fasting is synonymous with not eating or dramatically reducing your calories, which it isn't. Fasting is simply a period of time where you're not eating. It doesn't mean you're eating less. So adding and restricting calories was just a, a way of trying to say that what everybody says is not what it is, but nobody says that intermittent fasting is restricting calories. We are quite aware that intermittent fasting is fasting, but I really do believe that that first statement sets the tone for everything else she says in the video. Because she goes on to say that intermittent fasting is simply breakfast. Intermittent fasting has been around for thousands and thousands of years. It's actually called breakfast, otherwise known as breaking the fast. And what she meant by that is that if you get up in the morning, eat three to four times a day, go to sleep at night, and repeat, you're doing intermittent fasting. That's not accurate. Are you fasting overnight? I absolutely agree. We are all fasting overnight because we don't eat overnight. And overnight is a long enough period of time that we could technically consider that a fast. However, would I say you're intermittent fasting? Well, no, because you're doing it daily. That's the typical way that every American, Canadian, European, African, like the world eats that way. Intermittent fasting is about specifically allowing yourself periods of time where you would have been eating that you don't. And you're doing this for a purpose. And she's correct when she said the reasons that we're doing it for autophagy and apoptosis, and yes. And so I'm not disagreeing with that, but what I'm trying to help everyone to understand is that right away, Miss Michael starts off by saying, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. You're already doing intermittent fasting and that's not reality. If we look right away at the fact that Miss Michaels continues to encourage us to eat four times a day, and we know that in order to get benefit from inter intermittent fasting, the fasting period that you are going to engage should be approximately 16 to 18 hours long, the math of what she says to do, breakfast, snack, lunch, dinner with three to four hours apart, doesn't give you enough time to get 16 hours. Again, starting there, Ms. Michaels in this video, although she's claiming to be telling you how to appropriately do intermittent fasting, is encouraging you to continue to eat the way you've been eating and calling that intermittent fasting. I don't think that there's anyone who's gonna disagree that that's misleading people. What's frustrating here is that I believe Ms. Michaels is trying to, rather than teach us what intermittent fasting is, keep us doing typical behavior. And why would she want that? 
you know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's because if she keeps us doing typical behavior, then she can sell us products. I don't know. Is that what she's doing? I'm leaving that to you guys to decide. All I know is that if we eat four times a day with three to four hour intervals between, we do not allow ourselves to get into an intermittent fasting situation or even a time-restricted eating situation because we're eating over the course of 12 hours. So that's the typical what everybody does. Ms. Michaels also presents that eating four times a day is healthy. And, you know, it depends on who you are, whether eating four times a day is going to be healthy enough for you to do. I still don't think it's a healthy thing for people to do long term. But here's the thing. If I'm insulin sensitive, then when I eat a meal, my body is going to be able to do with those carbohydrates what they're supposed to do with them. So my insulin is going to work appropriately. What that means is that it's going to burn. It's going to help my body to burn whatever carbs it can. And then it's going to put away what needs to be put away. But if I'm insulin sensitive and if I'm relatively eating a, a moderate amount of carbohydrates, so I'm not even talking about keto numbers now, I'm just talking about, you know, anything close to low carb, I will see that my body weight will remain stable. Here's a question I have for everyone. Does it mean that because my body weight becomes uh, remains stable, that the carbohydrates are not doing things in my body that are damaging? And the answer to that question is actually no. So do I agree that if you're insulin sensitive, you can eat a normal four times a day for a period of years and not gain weight or not gain excessive weight? I do agree with that. Do I think that you can do that indefinitely? I don't agree with that. Do I feel like while you're doing it, it's not affecting your body? I do not agree with that. You know, one of the things that Dr. Saivas said to me when, when I was speaking to him was that it doesn't matter if I burn off the calories. If I've eaten the sugar, I've eaten the sugar. So whatever it's going to do to my arteries, my liver, my pancreas, like whatever it's doing to my internals, it's doing to them whether I was able to burn off the energy that would have been stored as fat or not. And he was very clear with me that what I need to understand is that eating excessive carbohydrates, which is more than 20 grams of carbs per day, will in the long term affect my health. He didn't care if I was working out or not. So I say this because I want people to understand that it's not only about being overweight. There are a lot of people who are at the correct weight and they have diabetes or heart issues or stroke issues or Alzheimer's or, right? It's not only about being overweight. The other thing that Jillian Michael says is that the quality of the calories don't matter. And I'm, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because I've spoken about it a lot of times before, but I just wanna remind people that when you eat um, any food, your insulin rises. And the more insulin you have floating around in your body, the more, for the, for, and for longer periods of time, the more that you are pushing yourself towards insulin resistance. The same way that when we drink alcohol, the more often we drink alcohol and the more we have in our system for any period of time pushes us towards alcoholism, right? So it's a resistance issue that we're trying to solve here. So since we have to eat, every day, well, we don't have to eat every day, but since we generally eat every day, then 
if we are eating every day and we're allowing ourselves to eat whatever kind of calories we want, so that means carbohydrate calories, then we need to be conscious of the fact that the insulin response that we get from carbohydrates is the maximum response versus the insulin response we get from fats is the minimum response and the insulin response we get from protein is in between the two. Why is that important? Because yes, the quality of the calorie you eat does impact whether or not your body will store that energy away as fat, but it also impacts what your body is able to do with what you've eaten. Again, we have to keep in mind that carbohydrates cause inflammation. Carbohydrates are actually quite damaging within the body. Fats are not damaging within the body. Protein is a building block that we need to build our body. So the idea that if I have a choice between eating a building block or eating carbs, I shouldn't care which one I choose, or the idea that I have a choice between eating fat, a clean energy source, versus carbs, not so clean energy source, I shouldn't care which one I choose, is a, is a false idea. I need to know that though, in order to understand what she's actually telling me to do. I want to take this idea of what the actual calorie source does in the body a step further. Since I know that calories from carbohydrates also affect my insulin levels, and, if, and since I know that having high insulin levels over a period of time makes me more resistant to the effects of insulin in my body, and since I know that if I have hyperinsulinemia, then my body is much more likely to store any energy that comes in alongside carbohydrates away as fat, so carbs, and anything I eat with the carbs, then what's important for me to recognize here is that the calories in, calories out idea doesn't actually work the way that she's saying. Because her statement was, it the only thing that works for weight loss is calories in, calories out. Doesn't matter how healthy the food is. Here's my problem with that. What my body does with the food that I eat, if I'm insulin sensitive or if I'm insulin resistant, so hyperinsulinemia, makes a difference. You see, when you have insulin resistance and you eat carbohydrates, your body is much more likely to be in storage mode. And so even if you are exercising, because you are insulin resistant and you have so much insulin in your body at all times, when carbohydrates come in, they're quickly shuffled into storage because the insulin response that your body does when you eat any carbohydrates is much more intense because of the level of insulin in your body to begin with. You're not allowed, your body is not going like back to baseline the way that an insulin sensitive person's body will go back to baseline in terms of insulin in the body. This idea that calories in equals calories out and that this is something that you can do over time doesn't take into consideration that when we lower our calorie intake and we do that for an extended period of time, our metabolism changes to match the calories that we're eating, which slows down our body, which means that our body isn't expending as much energy so we feel fatigued and like a bunch of processes happen. The, we are not a closed system. And this is the mistake that nutritionists and fitness people make all the time. 
energy in, energy out only works in a closed system. We're not a closed system because we have other processes that can impact whether or not the, the energy that we intake will be used the same way every time. And this is something we're all aware of. When you're ill, the amount of energy that you need to take in is not the same as when you're healthy, right? So it's not as easy as calories in, calories out. I, I find this a very frustrating video only because I feel like the video was created to keep people doing what they're already doing. And I'm making the big guess here that the people that reached out to Jillian Michaels to understand intermittent fasting are not people who are at the weight they want to be at or are not people who have zero medical issues. I have the feeling that people who are going to reach out to her to understand how to do this properly are people who have medical issues to solve and weight to lose. And if I have medical issues to solve and weight to lose, and in your explanation to me of what intermittent fasting is, you tell me to just keep doing what I'm already doing, but what I'm already doing is eating a normal day, going to sleep, waking up and repeat, then you're not actually helping me to solve any medical issue that I might have. I feel like that is not only irresponsible, but there, what's the agenda behind doing something like that? How difficult would it have been to explain that intermittent fasting is not eating for periods of time on a every third day kind of basis to shake things up so that your body doesn't know when it's not going to get food versus time-restricted eating is not eating, let's say, 16 out of the 24 hours anywhere up to eating once a day. That's time-restricted eating. How hard would it have been for her to just say that that's what it is, right? Does she need to endorse it? No, but at least if you're going to explain it, explain what, for is, what it is for what it is. Intermittent fasting is giving yourself a purposeful period of time where you're not eating and having it be intermittent. It means that your body can, you're trying your best not to let your body get used to anything, right? Because that's what helps us, right? If our body doesn't know what's coming, it can't, it can't adjust our metabolism to match what we're doing. If some days I'm eating a, a normal day and then other days I'm only getting one meal or I'm not even getting a meal, my body's confused by that. And be, confusing my body keeps the energy level, so the metabolism rate, high. Versus time-restricted eating, what I do every every 24 hours my body knows it's going to get a meal i'm not keeping i'm not giving my body any confusion right when i eat one meal a day every day i'm not giving my body any confusion that's why sporadically i do do longer fasts of two to three days and every six months i do um a seven day fast because that's the way that i keep my body um, not knowing what's coming in and i also on top of that have days where i overeat so i will purposefully eat you know um, an extra, like I would eat a 10 ounce piece of meat or I would eat, well, actually it's usually the meat I, I play with or, or I add extra fat to my coffee and like really ramp up the amount of energy my body's bringing in. I never go over my carbs, but I will either ramp up the fat or I'll ramp up the meat. And like, so basically I'm giving my body so much extra that it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Right? It's on purpose. 
because it helps your body to keep your metabolism at a higher rate and therefore you're still able to eat and fuel yourself and and not slow down in weight loss or even regain the weight I don't understand why Julian didn't just explain what it was even if she said at the end I don't endorse it right simple just explain what it was so I made this video because I wanted to point out the discrepancies that I saw in what she said and explain what it was right I hope that was been helpful I hope it helps you to understand the difference between regular eating time restricted feeding and intermittent fasting for everybody who is new here I want to thank you for stopping by maybe consider subscribing if you like this kind of content for my wellness warriors I'm always happy to see you back and if you want to contribute to the production of videos, I actually have two ways now. You can either go down in the description below and pull one of those Amazon links for whatever country you're from, put it on your desktop, and whenever you're going to make some Amazon purchases, if you go through that link, I get a small commission that will help towards the production of videos. Or the other option that you do have is to go to my Patreon account if you want to maybe make a direct contribution and see what kind of perks you can get there. I want to thank everyone for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I love making these videos for you guys, and I really can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Thank you, and have a great day.